This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Future 2022. It's a lot coming. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like we've got massive plans for this. Like we're not here to muck around. This isn't mm. a side gig for us. This is everything. Yeah. You know, we're all in, in terms of this podcast, this network, growing this into something that is amazing and and truly passionate about what we stand for as a company. You know, I'm building this based on what I wish I had over the last five years and what I want yeah. over the next 10 years, you know, for, for myself. But for you, for for everybody involved, because I have these conversations with people, and and I feel like we're in an unprecedented time, um, and and you know I feel like there's going to be a big push for people kind of doing their own thing in mm. the future as well, and providing a community that people can come to f- to learn about that stuff, and yeah. and also to have fun, is something that we're super super passionate about. Does your headset sound like this too? So crazy. <laughs> we're, that's in the podcast. Is it? Yeah, we're going to make it. We're just going to start from now. <laughs> Shit. All right, ladies and gents, we are here for the first episode or the first episode type of Inside Pivotal. Um, I started to get a lot of questions the other day through my story mm. around how we grow the business, what happens inside the business, how do we think about it, what's next, what do you have planned and all of that stuff and, and started to do a bit of my stories. But I thought, you know, why not put together an, an episode that, you know, just not doesn't have to be super regular but just gives people a bit of an insight into what we're doing and and kind of brings our audience into, you know, the, the journey a little bit, which is pretty cool. Um, so I'm joined by Olivia, our CMO. Hello. Head of marketing. <laughs> so she's the she's the person who puts together all the snippets, runs all the socials, makes sure it all looks pretty and, and kind of gets all the guests on and, and does a lot of the grunt work. Um, so you can thank her for the for the content. <laughs> As of recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. So you're gonna be taking this episode live and, and, and taking it by the horns and, and running it. Yeah, 100%. Let's get stuck into it. Definitely. Um, So inside Pivotal, um, obviously it's new and we're going to bring this to all of our followers, but what can they expect? Yeah, I think think from my perspective, it's, you know, we do a lot of behind the scenes work Mm. in terms of, you know, we sat down here the other day with Donnie, you know, and and people probably don't know who Donnie is, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they don't know who you are necessarily, um, but they they obviously see that we have a, a brand and we're building building a brand over a long period of time. Mm. Um, so there's a few, you know, there's it's multifaceted, but I think giving people an understanding of or a look into the business as we grow, which is interesting, you know, how we plan to grow, how we've kind of been able to get to where we are right now, which mm. is you know only the beginning and it's not anywhere near where we want to be, but. Uh, just a you know good insight into the business but I think it creates another layer for people to to get involved um you know we've got a great community um we're growing by you know every single week um yeah but I think it's another opportunity to get people involved which is something that you know I'm really interested in um and so we're going to talk business. We're going to talk about the decisions we're making. We're going to talk about future plans, some things that we're working on, you know, some challenges that we face and just try to make it like a really transparent conversation that, you know, as I said before, gives people another layer uh, or another uh, more insight into who we are and what we do and, and what we want to achieve. Yeah, 100%. It's funny you say that as well. Like so many people that speak to me, they're like, so what actually goes into doing and running a podcast? Yeah, is it yeah. not funny? And it's also like, oh, so it's a podcast, but it's like, is it a business or like, how does it yeah, work? Yeah, where does it fit within the marketplace? Like, yeah. yeah, it's um, I get I get those comments all the time. It's like, oh, you just you just run a podcast and you just upload it and it's done. That's all that that's all that gets done. Yeah, there's so much that goes on behind behind closed doors as well. Yeah, and I think that's what we want to give people a bit of insight to. You know, whether they want to start their own podcast. Um, whether they just want insight into business and, and, and those kind of things or they just kind of want to know what we're up to. But that's definitely something that I get a lot as well is like, oh, cool. So, like, what do you do for a job? Like, Literally. Is this, like, a real thing? Like, do you, you know, how do you earn an income? Yeah. Or, like, what else do you do? Like, that's the one that usually comes through the most. Like, oh, so what else do you do? Um, we genuinely but, get that all the time. Yeah. And I think that the shift in mindset that we look at and the way we look at it, which is really mm. cool, is, like, the, the podcast is the product. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what people buy. Um, 
you know, and there's obviously some future plans that we have, but the way we generate revenue is through bringing on people that can support us. And then eventually we, you know, we might expand into our own products and, and, yeah. and we don't know what that looks like yet. We haven't even thought about it because we're focusing on what we need to focus on now, but there's definitely like massive opportunities there. So I think like it's just a way for us to take people on the journey with us. Yeah, um, 100%. And that's really what we want to work on. We want to go, you know, we thank the people yeah. that are, f- are supporting us, that are following us, that are tuning in. This is just another way f- to bring you guys on the journey um, and share with you our plans and what we're working on and, and kind of build a better relationship. Yeah, 100%. When, um, when we were kind of organising this before, you mentioned that we started in June last year, which blew my mind because I feel like it's like this has been running for years now. Like it doesn't feel like it's only been like eight months. Yeah, I mean, COVID, <laughs> six <laughs> months is a long time in, in, in COVID. Um, but the reality of it is, is that, um, you know, even that six months was a little bit broken. You know, yeah. like there was times during that six months where, you know, we obviously went into a lockdown. I think it was just after Al Roseby's episode, which was our best performing episode. Yeah. Um, you know, that was a massive, massive milestone for us you know we just got the most views we'd ever got on an episode the most downloads from an audio perspective Al was probably our biggest guest you know yeah, being shoot. the CEO of a you know one of Australia's top companies shout out to Al by the way yeah yeah crazy best she- episode if you haven't listened yet go listen to it it's sick yeah she was um she's crazy I, I think she was just a great leader um yeah you know, and I think that's that's what shun through there and and you mm. know someone who's really pushing for things other than just revenue and other than just you know um, numbers and, and so on and real people person but you know that that episode was um like that was a milestone and we were on such a high and then we built so much momentum to that point too like mm. you know I think we hit you know record month after record month yeah and then lockdown come and, and I remember like we were having conversation I was like fuck do I go online do we go virtual actually yeah. I remember this and I was like do I go virtual I actually bought heaps of gear for the virtual and I was yeah. like, yeah, we got to do it. And then like we had, a, I had, a, I had Jade Spooner booked in. Yeah, 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 that's so right. I had Jade Spooner booked in um, and I think like a day before I was like, nah, I don't want to do it. It's not the right move. Nah. Um, Which like in hindsight, thank God. I mean, you know, who's to say it wouldn't have been well, it wouldn't have been, you know, yeah. or it wouldn't have done well, but I just think for us and, and what we were trying to strive for and what we're trying to go for. Yeah. You know, we, we really think that quality is our point of difference. Yep. Um, quality of conversation, the quality of the episode. It was a way for us that we thought we could build brand equity really quickly. Yeah, and I was having that conversation with, with um, Ramsey, you know, last week and talking brand equity, but really mm. thought that the fact that if we could bring together really, really high quality snippets, yeah, that we could build trust in the marketplace really quickly because of the fact that we could market well. Um, yeah. Which and is, yeah, it's one of the things that a lot of our followers say is the quality of content. Yeah, so... Which is epic. Yeah, so that was kind of like a big, you know, that was huge. You know, six months, um, that was broken. We, you know, that was heartbreaking. Uh, and as soon as we could get back into it, we, you know, it was, we did a, a really good job to kind of just pick up where we left off, um, which was cool. But yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's, it was June last year. So it's been, you know, what, eight months now. Eight months. Yeah, it's crazy. I feel I feel like especially in these last few months, it's moved really, really quick. Yeah, I um, think I think as a brand, we've just been able to to really pick up and and we kind of know what we stand for now. We know what we're yeah. going for. Um, we're starting to build processes and systems, which is great. Like previously, we just didn't have that. Like mm. we we're just kind of trying to figure out what works and and kind of just really running with it. So that was you know the fact that we're pick, we, we're starting to build processes and systems out now is is obviously, and I know I'm not running the socials because I'm not <laughs> great at it, um, you know, so that's not my, my wheelhouse, so. Also, shout out to Kyle, like most nights for like those first six <laughs> months at least, he was working till like 11 o'clock wanting to get those. I just remember we used to sit on the couch and you used to be like, Liv, what song do I do on TikTok? What song do I use? Like, <laughs> it needs to do well. Like, what, it was like, it was the best, but like, shout out to you for doing it for so long. You were running the ship for ages. Uh, I was, you know, um, I mean, like that was, especially on TikTok, right? Because ha- I'd never been on it before. I mean, we just had to get done what we get done. I, I'm lucky I had you for a lot of tips and, and kind of yeah. <laughs> forcing me to get on that. But um, I think that's a, a a big thing that you, you know, especially in a startup is like it doesn't 
you just got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You got to, you just got to work at it. And it sometimes it is going to be 12 hour days mm. and it's risky, you know, like at that point we had no revenue coming in. Um, you know, we, we, we only just literally signed a sponsor or signed, you know, two sponsors to date. Um, but we yeah. had no revenue coming in. I knew that I believed in it. Yeah. You know, backed myself to kind of get it done and you just kind of learn. Uh, and, you know, at the start I, I sucked at it, but as you kind of get used to it, as I said, I was there every night, <laughs> every night, like, you know, just trying to figure it out and, and, and kind of putting the work in as well as obviously, you know, running another business as well. So um, doing what I could and, and just to get it off the ground and, and that's obviously yeah. when you you were working full-time as well uh, at the time and, and then obviously we, we kind of made the leap this year and, and actually started to put together a bit of a team, you know, as of yeah. January, which was, was great. And, and obviously we have Donnie and been working with Donnie um, who... The man. Yeah, Donnie, you know, like he's he's added another layer to what we do, which has been great within the team from a... He's, you know, he's, he's got this real great set of skills, which is like creative and kind of understanding content, but also having a marketing brain. Yeah, 100%. Which is really rare. So rare. To have both of those. So he's been really great and, and someone that has added another layer and, and kind of allowed us to take that next step in like mm. November, I would say. When we yeah. kind of, when he come on board, we kind of really start to pick up a bit of momentum. And then obviously once you come over in the new year, that was another big leap and, and kind of probably added to that momentum as well. Yeah, 100%. We'll get stuck into Johnny soon because I want to tell all of our followers like each role so they kind of, they get an understanding of that yeah. and kind of how everything's set up now. But um, how's this start of this year been so far compared to, I guess, that end of last year as well? Yeah, um, it got to like maybe December and I was super mm. burnt out. Like I could just remember <laughs> being like far out. I'm just waiting to get to the end of the year type thing. Um, and I remember... Like, I, I mean, we had some trips booked in as well. Like, I went up to Sydney and shot with Jade, shot with Timmy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that was kind of like the last hurrah type thing and I knew that was going to be it. And, and the, the weeks leading up to that was like, oh, God, like, we've just been pushing so hard yeah. um, for so long. And, and obviously without – you see the listeners grow and you see that, but, it, like, in a business, obviously, revenue is obviously one of those big pressures that comes – and at some point you need to start um, generating revenue because you can't just keep going on putting investing into a space. Like the reality was last year we went all in on a studio and we're paying rent. Um, we invested in an equipment. We've decked this place out with furniture. <laughs> you know, we, we, we pay producers, you know, like Mardo and, and the guys at in-house and, um, you know, Donnie. And, and yeah. like we, we have a team that we think will really work. So... You've got to invest money and, and at some point you look for a return and, and kind of really pushed it as hard as we could and then yeah. we got a breakthrough. Um, and that was the same week that where I was in Sydney, which is kind of like that last hurrah. Um, and we, you know, we got um, one of the brand managers from SwiftX reached out to me on LinkedIn, um, which was crazy because like my LinkedIn isn't, isn't that big, but he obviously seen us on TikTok and, yeah, yeah. and all those things. So like last so year sick. was like grinding, grinding, grinding really tired, really stressed, really like far out, like, you know, when's it going to happen? No idea if, if it was going to yeah. happen. How was, that, how was that feeling? Because that, that, I didn't know they, they reached out to you on LinkedIn first. Yeah. How'd that feel when it popped up? Um, I was like, what the, I was just at the start, I was like, <laughs> what the hell? I was like, is this real? Um, I'm like, I actually checked. I'm like, is this a scam? Is it, yeah. This is a scam. You know, like when someone Cross reaches reference? out to you. Yeah, I was yeah, like... Yeah. Oh, check this guy's <laughs> references before I replied and, and like looked into it. And to be honest, I still seen it and I'm like, mm, I still think this is a scam. <laughs> so like I was like looking at, I went and checked because yeah. um, his email was on the LinkedIn and I remember going, hmm, I wonder if it's like someone spelt it wrong or like, you know, like yeah. someone's trying to scare me. And, tr and I, so I went and checked all the URLs and I'm like, fuck, this is legit. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Those eight months. Yeah. Or six months. Yeah. I remember just thinking like this, like that was like it was it was legit. And then I was like, cool. Like, Sick. all right, what do we do now? Because like we didn't have any packages really together, and we kind of weren't expecting it. Like we hadn't started reaching out at that point. Um, so we just kind of went into the the 
conversation open-minded and, and lucky enough we kind of come to an agreement on, on the initial call which was great and and that was kind of like okay cool that opened my eyes to what's possible yeah um and kind of made me start to think about okay now we can probably really start to think about revenue if a company's like that is coming to us and actually reaching out to us it kind of means that all that time and effort spent into building the brand equity and the quality and all this kind of stuff started to pay off and obviously our listeners like a massive shout out to them as well like to you guys listening at home like you got to understand that you you actually don't know what your support does for us and and what it means to us from the perspective of the likes the shares the comments on instagram tiktok followers youtube subscribers audio podcast subscribers reviews all of that stuff actually adds up to 100%. bring us those kind of opportunities and you know we put our heart and soul into it you know i know i know i did for like the last six months it was an idea that i had and it turned into what we have now but you know, I think it's important for them to realise the role they play and 100%. just how much we actually appreciate it. But that was kind of like the emotion. I remember getting mm. off the call and I was sitting with Donny yeah. in the hotel room in Sydney. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm trying and, to think and back. Like, I just remember looking at Donny and I was like, fuck, <laughs> and like screaming. And I was like, you know, like we did it. And even though it wasn't like, you know, it's their first deal, right? And there's going to, you know, like we, we know that there's going to be bigger things to come, but it was like far out, like it all kind of come out of nowhere type thing. Yeah. It was like they reached out to us. I think it was like a week later we were on a call, terms agreed to. Yeah. And then the contract started coming through and it was like far out. But I remember being with Donnie and then we just fucking looked at each other and I was like, yeah. And that was like a massive moment of like, cool. This is probably the start of that next chapter. This is the start of it. And that kind of excited me. I was still burnt out as hell. Like I remember getting home from Queensland. I was from Sydney. I was like, fuck, I just need a break and yeah. and, and so on. But then like getting back and then even into the new year, like just thinking far out, like and really started to get my creative juices flowing and like what could happen next and, you know, started to outreach and, and really start to reach out to other companies and yeah. thought about what's possible. Because I didn't think that our sponsor would come from like a $3 billion company yeah, like that's an, that's another good thing to mention as well. Is like SwiftX was like the perfect like the perfect alignment as well. Yeah, it was crazy, and I think that's like a a good point is like around branding mm. and like you know we put a massive effort in. You know, like you did a total rebrand for us, which was pretty yeah. crazy. Which I'd love for you to speak about. Yeah, you know, and kind of maybe even talk about the process that we went through. Um, but like the rebrand and kind of when you came in, we had the ability to do that first of all. But like getting the logo right getting like our tone of voice right, you know, looking at the quality, how can we improve it, um, what kind of snippets are we looking for, you know, all this kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, even like we, we built out a website that we haven't built yet, but that's coming. But it's like all of this stuff kind of factored in and then all of a sudden the penny dropped and we got that um, that sign, you know, we, we kind of, we, we got that deal, um, which I think is like, putting your all into a brand and really understanding what it means to the customer, but also what look and feel and vibe you're going for and what you want the person to think about your business actually pays off, not short term, but long term. 100%. You want to talk a little bit about that, the branding process and kind of like maybe some of the stuff that we were shooting for? Yeah. So when um, I came in, was it mid to late last year? It was probably late last year. Yeah. Um, I'd been speaking to Kyle about the branding for quite some time. In terms on my case. <laughs> on my just, case. It was just... And I'm like, I don't want to fucking hear about it <laughs> because I don't have the capacity right now. All I'm trying to do is get my TikTok songs right. <laughs> Literally. <Yeah. laughs> but we'd been, like, we'd been in talks for ages because there was just... Anyone that's in branding listening to this right now or anyone that's in marketing or anyone just that has an aesthetic eye, literally. See, not me. I'm an, analy- <laughs> uh, I'm an analy- I only just started buying clothes and I'm lucky as I've got Tim as a friend and Harley as an acquaintance for South Street and Front Runner because, to be honest, like I would, I would have like – I got like I had, you would notice if you go back and watch the episodes from like last <laughs> year, three T-shirts, I'd probably wear the same pair of pants every week. 
And we Liv would be on my case being like, dude, you can't go on camera like that. <laughs> we need to talk about your first date outfit that you came on with me. Ooh. Oh, God, we can't I'd talk about not. it. <laughs> I think I was rocking Janners. Yeah, well, he was literally rocking Janners. It was like an Asics with like a jean. And I looked at your outfit on our first date and I was like, oh, God, we've got to change oh, this up, brother. shit, let's not talk about that. <laughs> um, but now, from a branding perspective, um, just pretty much shit was everywhere. Like, colours were everywhere. The logo was used in different sizes. Um, nothing was consistent. And I thought um, the way that I like perceive pivotal conversations and you did as well is it is a premium co- podcast as well. Um, our, our, our quality from a camera standpoint was like always the same, right? It's so, great. You know, like like luckily the guys from in-house do a great job, um, shout out. But um, like the quality was good, but we didn't have the branding that matched. It was a bit all over the shop. Yeah, 100%. So I just went in and um, concepted it. I reckon it took me about maybe – I was working full-time at the time, so I really could only work on it on weekends and after hours. But probably about eight weeks for me and Kyle to kind of come to a decision on what we kind of were after and just really cleaned it up and tied it up because I, I think with especially your podcast and what you're doing here, what we're doing here, um, is we're really hearing the person that's coming onto the podcast as well. So it's essentially their story and their journey. Um, so I think the branding needed to reflect that and be quite minimal so we could hero them. Um, so a lot less colour, we just made it really simplistic. Um, so I guess that those videos can really be the hero piece. Yeah, and I think that's a, a lesson on brand equity, right? Mm. Like one of the big things that like we often talk about is internally is like, yeah, we're trying to create great content for the listener, yeah. but we also want our guests to have great content. And yeah. in order to start getting some of the bigger guests that you want on your show, you have to have really great branding because the only – like if somebody looks at your Instagram and the quality sucks mm. and you don't have branding and it's a bit all over the shop and, and all these kind of things, like that's the trust that they look for to say yes or no to coming onto your show. So one of the things that we said early on, and that's why I went quality first and got the studio and did the cameras and got the producers is like, if we want this to happen, not quickly, cause that's not the goal, but if we want to accelerate this process, we have to have, what looks like a world-class brand and you know that's probably what again I think maybe you know looking back now is like that leap with the great branding is like we want our content to be the best performing content on someone else's feed so when you click into someone else's feed it's the best performing content on their feed and that's what we pride ourselves on so that we can start attracting people to want to come on our show as well and that was a business move that we made that I've wanted since the start but you know, once I brought in yourself and, and you could kind of go in and conceptualise the brand and, and create the vibe of the business that actually goes along with the quality, that's, I reckon, when we really started to pick up momentum. So I thought that was like a massive, massive part of what helped us kind of accelerate. And coming back to your question before, like, mm. you know, what's this year been like? Um, I feel like we've just hit the ground running. I feel yeah. like, you know, we've been you know what we've been working probably pretty pretty crazily um and we're back into our crazy hours you know like what we were we're on the couch working last night till what 11 but it was really really you know i feel like we've hit the ground running and the momentum is just built and built and built and built um you know up until this point so you know it's been a great kind of first cute quarter of the year i guess in terms of 100%. being able to get some great guests on you know quality content um, and, and obviously even just our creative minds. We obviously signed another sponsor, which we can't mention yet, um, but that's coming, which is really exciting. And, yeah. you know, also the, you know, we're, we're looking to expand our network a little bit as well, which we'll talk about. But, you know, we've really hit the ground running and the support from people, you know, tuning in has just been massive. So that's been really, really cool. Yeah, 100%. And um, what are we currently working on? Because... I guess we haven't really – there's some stuff coming. There's something being released this Wednesday, which is super exciting. Yeah, well, we might start there because I think that's something that we're all really excited about. Um, but, like, uh, anyone that knows me is, like, I'm a I'm a big thinker. I often get mm. caught in the clouds a lot. So I, I, I need people that are good in the weeds around me, which is what, you know, I think you and Donnie are great at. You know, we'll be sitting on a meeting around that table and I'll be, like – thinking an idea over here and you guys are like yeah but we kind of need to figure <laughs> out here first so um you know that's that's been great for me personally bringing you guys in from that perspective but inside south street 
is we're working with the amazing Harley Booth um, from from South Street. Absolute legend. Oh, man, she's amazing. I'm so inspired by her and what she does and and the person she is as well. You know, she's a great person. Um, You know, we're very grateful and very lucky to be working with her. But, I mean, the whole idea was... You know, I, I like the idea of miniseries and, and I started to think, well, what's the evolution of what we do? We do podcasts, but really what we pride ourselves on is content. Yeah. If you think about what Pivotal Conversations does, it's it's life-changing content for the younger generation. So it's millennials, it's Gen Z. What are the what do we think what do we think these people want and what do we think they need mm. in order and what's the feedback we get that actually you know, what what kind of content do they want to get ahead in life? And a lot of it was around wealth, it's around things that actually help people build wealth and build character. And that comes into business. It comes into investing. You know, it's, um, you know, character fits into that. It's like, who do you need to become to achieve these things? And I think that's where it was like the startup podcast is you get an insight into who the person is. You get an insight into their mind and the strategic decisions they made. And you get an insight into business and the investing wraps into that. And it was kind of like, what's the evolution of this? You know, what does this look like in five years? And I love the idea of, giving another layer to that, right? Like, because like, one thing that we got was like, when we, we actually interviewed Harley on the show, mm-hmm. people were like, oh, that was great and she's amazing, but I want to know what's the ins and outs of her business. I want to know like, more. Yeah, how does she build, how has she built mm-hmm. this amazing, you know, company that is South Street? Um, and I was like, okay, cool, we'll get her back in for an episode. And I started to think, well, what if we, what if we did a series, yeah. you know, and what if, what if she would vlog? And, and I was like, well, well like, you know, oh, and we're kind of like, I don't know if she'll be into it. And, and, and I think this is another thing is like, you don't know if you don't try. And yeah. I think there's also something there of like, be a relationships person. Like I try to pride myself on creating relationships with people, making them feel really safe and comfortable, but, but also being an asset to them and, and trying to, to really, just invest in their journey you know and and not make it all about us but actually say how can we be of help to you um and then you know we that's where it was born I kind of went in and pitched it and and said would this be something that you're interested in and, and Harley being the legend that she is she's like oh I'd love to um, she's the best you know um and and you know like that's basically inside South Street it's going to be like a behind the scenes look at what it takes to build a company and, and kind of how a company actually works and, and some of, you know, some of the things that goes on there. And, and we were just really lucky that it all kind of eventuated and, you she know. She was so receptive about it. Yeah, you know, but uh, even some of the things that, you know, like they're opening another store at the moment, which you're yeah. getting an insight into that. They're at Paris Fashion Week. Week at the moment, which is just wild to think that she's vlogging all that and that's going to become a series and it's so us. rare already in Australia. I guess it happens a lot in the US, but to see the behind the scenes of business owners, they are so busy and they've got so much on their plate that to get a camera out is often rare. So I feel like this is going to be super, super good for our audience. 100%. And, and you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm fucking excited to watch yeah, it. Yeah, same. Like, you know, we, we were like, <laughs> me and you and, and Donnie have been like, when's she uploading? Like, yeah. we want to see it we all. We want to see the behind the scenes. Yeah, so like, and like we watched episode one the other day, yeah. um, which is comes out this Wednesday and it's so fucking cool. Like, so sick. you know, by the time someone listens to this, it's probably already been out, but even just like episode two and episode three, we're just like, when is it? And I think yeah. it's really cool because like um, the amazing stuff she's doing and how transparent she is and you know, what you see is what you get with her and, and that's what this whole series is going to be about. And, you know, hopefully we can continue that um, with with all the different bits of content that we bring out, you know, transparency, give people a real inside look, just real stuff, you know what I mean? Like real conversations with real people doing real things to hopefully inspire others to, to go out and do the same is kind of what we're trying to achieve. So, you know, Inside South Street's going to be one of many that we've got in the works. We're yeah. in talks. Um We've got another one that's, you know, a lock um, in terms of another vlogging series, which is going to be really cool. Um, we can't obviously mention who it is, but, you know, that's something that's in the works. It's going to come, you know, probably Q2 this year. Um, we're also in talks of some two podcast miniseries. Um, nothing's locked in yet, but we're in proposal stage and, and, you know, it's looking positive, which will be like, 
you know, two totally new shows on the podcast network, which will be a mini series, and, and we're hoping that they eventuate into regular shows that yeah. come onto the network under the Pivotal umbrella, um, which is, you know, again, something that we're really excited about and, and merging that with talent, right? So bringing in, you know, someone similar to Harley and, or not, you know, in, in nature in terms of being a business owner or and so on and, and really exploring what we can do with expanding what we offer in terms of content. Um, so... Yeah, like I think the future is is like some of the things that we're working on is like a lot of these kind of mini series that hopefully eventuate into bigger and better things. But that's that's one of the things um, that we're definitely working on. Should we take the audience through events? Yeah, I mean, so events is one of these things that we see ourselves getting into long term. Um, I think my vision for the 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 network is you know can we expand the network into shows. Um, and then create events that mirror the experience we create with our content. So, you know, my vision for it is is like I think long term it's like festival vibes, like but more so talks, so live interviews, and then like world class DJs after, you know, proper party vibes, young people enjoying themselves. Because I think that's the thing is like. You know, previously we come from a culture where it's like to be successful, you had to wear a suit or you had to be mm. like a corporate or you had to be stiff and you couldn't go and do and, and have fun. And I just feel like that's not the vibe anymore. I feel like, you know, especially amongst young people is like we don't really care about that stuff. You know, like yeah. what we're interested in is like we want to live the life that we want to live. We want to have fun. And we don't want that to come at the expense of this word success. So we want to be like the leaders and the, at the forefront of that, which, you know, I think is like, you know, if we can run some really kick-ass events where people come, they learn a lot, you know, maybe it's a weekend, I don't know, but, and then it's mixed with like enjoyment, DJs, partying, you know, nothing, nothing crazy, but like, you know, where we can actually enjoy ourselves, a lot of networking, um, you know, that's kind of my vision. And I think the initial thing of like what we're planning here is, and, and I'm like working on this at the moment, is like maybe doing our first live event here in the office. Yeah. Nice, small, intimate, maybe 30 to 50 people. Um, we'll do like two or three live interviews and then like DJ and drinks, maybe even outside on the on the, in the, on the deck out there. That'd um, be sick. Yeah, maybe, we're discussing Maybe this get like a food truck or something um, and kind of put something like that together and, and run like maybe... I don't know, one of those every two, three months. Um, you know, something like that's definitely the vibe that we're looking for. Yeah, that will be sick. I feel like we're missing stuff. Is there anything? Uh, we're going to get into systems and hires. So yeah. we, we keep saying Donnie, 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 Donnie. Who is Donnie? Yeah, so Donnie, <laughs> Donnie's the man. I just want to I want to put that forward. Donnie is the man. Um, you know, shout out to Jamie Smith. I hope he's watching this because we, we share him at the moment. But... <laughs> Donnie is the man and and so Donnie is as I said Donnie's like we call him our creative director and we think that is the mold that he fits because he has the mind the eye for content he yeah. understands content really well like he understands YouTube and he understands like what people want to see and what makes great content um, but he's also got the marketing mind of like how do we make this look good how do we make people intrigued by this um, which is a great mix and, and again he's kind of added that layer to us which is like how do we make our content vibey right and, yeah. and how do we make it connect with our audience a bit more and even his ability to go into the, the weeds in terms of youtube and and these kind of things around metrics yeah and yeah. understand how that correlates into content is being like a a huge um a huge win for us so like he's crushing it at the moment we're trying to find where he fits in terms of his role still but like i feel like in the last two to three weeks we've really kind of made some ground there and, and really excited about what he can do in the, mm. that kind of role uh, and what that can do for the company moving forward. Um, That's a good thing to highlight as well is like we are all still trying to find our feet and yeah. we have been moving around for so long but I guess that's what happens in a startup. And that's like, we're essentially still in that phase. Oh yeah. Like we, we kind of cross populate. We understand like the different teams we have and we only just kind of figured that out. Mm. Um, but like we we we're all in kind of merged into each of those teams. Like there's not I'm not working on one thing. I'm working on many different things. Yeah, and so yeah. are you, and so is Donnie. And and then you know we've obviously got the production team, which is like the in-house guys as well, which you know are doing a great job with what we do. So and and making the content you know high quality. So 
Um, Donny's the man. Uh, I think we're really excited to see what happens and, and potentially building out a team under him as well and, and, you know, just looking at how that evolves. Yeah, and if you guys want to see Donny's work, Wednesday, 6 p.m., Pivotal Conversations YouTube. <laughs> yes, yes. So Donny's obviously does – he's editing the vlogs as yeah. well. So, um, you know, he's, he's, he's so great at that. So um, that's exciting. And, and, you know, he's kind of putting together Harley's vlog, which is – I think you know, to, to kind of actually – respect the work for what it is is like harley's shooting it all yeah so it's not like donnie's going around with his camera and shooting what he needs oh yeah it's like donnie's giving her instructions and they're working together as a collaborative team and it's kind of like this constant feedback loop to try to improve the content but harley's doing a great job with it too harley's like she's crushing it. it so you know that's really cool as well um, her b-roll i was like go harley yeah amazing she's crazy uh, <laughs> she's so funny like she's she's just nailing it but you know, like Donnie's putting that together based on the footage that gets delivered to, to him. him. So, like, yep. so, so impressive. So impressive. Um, what goals do we have for 2022? Yeah, I mean, so I think the goals for us initially is, like, we really just want to get the point, the business to the point where it's at a break even. You know, like, yeah, that's the biggest goal for us initially. And then once we do that, and that comes from sponsorship. So, like, again, like, shout out to you guys at home, like, making this happen for us like we fucking love you yeah like you know you don't <laughs> understand like the subscribers the fact you watch our content um the fact that you like and you share and you comment and and all those things like really does help us progress like like that's usually people just say that but like for us it's true because we're going all in on it we'll be in bed really really late at night or really really early in the morning just scrolling through reading your comments and we're yeah. like fuck this is and sick. trying to figure out what content that you guys like to yeah. see as well and putting so like you know we spent like half an hour to 45 minutes choosing a song and that's <laughs> the level of detail that we try to go to but um that's probably the first milestone that we're shooting for and then once we do that like i think uh, uh, you know the the one thing that about this project for me as like a founder I guess is like I honestly don't necessarily care too much about revenue you know like yeah. revenue is a part of it like like that's something that you need to focus on and we we like we are cash flow orientated we we you know we we've got the systems in place and we're managing that but what we're really more interested in is like the content and how do we create an experience for you in the content mm. and expand that and expand our network so that we can be a community that you guys come to to get ahead in life and to have fun and enjoy and laugh and network yeah. and meet other like-minded young driven people who do want to have fun too so you know we're exploring at the moment and yeah the, one of the goals is is just trying to really nail that for the audience you know like you know um trying to figure out what works, you know, that's, that's a big thing. Like, you know, Project Startup was something that we trialed and unfortunately we, we did cut it, yeah. right? And, and that wasn't because it was for no other reason that it was a performance thing, right? And that's something that we're fully invested in mm. and we also have limited resources. So the big thing for us was like, you know, <laughs> that was tough. That was a really tough decision because it was, was. mid So mid much way. had gone into it as well. Yeah. Like we, we had essentially finished filming but we had got halfway of releasing it. Yeah, and that was just a decision we make. And it's not that the idea didn't work in terms of we think it's a great idea. And to be honest, the boys did really, really well. And, mm -hmm. and shout out to Leo and Ray. But it was more just around the fact that um, we did have limited resources. We did. And, and, you know, that was like shout out to Donnie again. Man, like he was managing th three cameras throughout that whole time. And yeah. that's because we just didn't have the budget to do it properly. Like in a... In, in the grand scheme of things, we would have loved to get the in-house guys in on that and kind of get, you know, a lot of, like, kid and, and you know, some real professional, you know, uh, a, a big team. Yeah. You know, like, for one person to manage all of that, like, Donnie did such a good job. Um, but for a project like that, we also think we needed to have a massive team around. And that was just really tough, you know, because it was like we put so much into it. Like, that was six, four months worth of filming. So like, one much. episode was, like two four-hour sessions and yeah. so much editing but you know that just shows like I think how much we actually put into the content and making sure that we get it right so the biggest thing is just like expanding our network um and being able to offer more yeah but and giving, not giving them more like giving them what they want yeah but not also reduce on the quality and, yeah. and getting it right and exploring what shows they like and what they don't so like that's why the feedback is 
and the, like the support's one thing, but the feedback's another thing as well. Like, yeah. you know, like we were really just going to go all in on producing content that, that obviously the audience loves. Yeah, 100%. So I would say like, the, yeah, they're just the biggest goals, like expanding our network, like, um, you know, and, and going hard with it. Like, you know, we're not, I mean, I just don't have, like for me, it's big. You know, I just want to, I just want to, I want to create a massive community. I want to do the events and in order to do the events and get the events to the scale that we want to, the big party i'm going to put it into the into the world we want to get fisher we want to get will sparks <laughs> we want to get you know some Can of you the, imagine i'm going to put it out to the universe that'd be sick because if it doesn't get put out to the universe it doesn't <laughs> happen and it's up to us as a community our, our listenership to make it happen i will not move from that <laughs> dance floor the yeah. whole night yeah so we want fisher <laughs> we want will sparks we also want to get some of the our groups talent on like i think yeah. that would be really cool that's epic um so shout out to chris and the guys um and, and amal and the, and the guys there um and get some massive guest speakers in like you know we, we do have some things in the works at the moment around some massive uh, you know a massive guest but getting massive guest speakers in to create just a fucking awesome event. And in order to do that, we need to have crazy content and yeah. and really kind of grow that and expand that. So the goals are surrounded around the experience for us, for the customer, for the community as a whole. Um, you know, we, we, we'd love to rent out the Carlisle for the weekend and do it all there. That would be Sheesh. crazy. <laughs> um, like that's my vision. That's my vision for it. So the content needs to expand and we need to have great content, a great and, and expand our listenership and, and our community. So I guess that's probably what we, we're going for. I want our followers to hold us to this. <laughs> we're going to go to the Carlisle. We're going to get Will Sparks and Fisher. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Done. All right. All righty. Into quick fire questions. Yep. You ready for them? Oh, actually, no. So I want to touch on one thing is the NFT yeah. side oh, of yeah, it and, yeah. and just where we're exploring that and Discord, Discord. And, so, and so on. But so like this is one of those things that like we're not rushing into this and it's mm. not something that we're extremely worried about right now because like we know what we're doing here is is the main focus. But like, you know, we do see ourselves expanding into NFTs at some point, um, especially around events and what we could potentially do there and, and kind of where we're going and you know, we also see like a massive integration around, um, you know, like like micro sponsorship is something that we're looking into. Like instead of just getting companies to come in and sponsor, how can we get our listeners to come in and, and especially with like potentially different shows and mini series and stuff, how can we integrate all that together and, and kind of go into it? And, and Discord is something that we're working on. Like it's it's basically like 80% built, nine, or like 90% built. Um, like I went in and built that myself. God. What I was going to say, I haven't seen a, any of it yet. What a mission. Like, in, just even in terms of... Tough? Um, not not extremely tough. Like, once you kind of get the hang of it and you get... Like, the, the toughest thing is the bots and getting that right and a lot mm. of the research. The building's really easy, but the integration side of it... Is that uh, all the chats and the automated, like, how it all automates Well, there's bots that go in and actually, like, you know, you basically can manage it for you and, and there's different utility, like gated access and mm. and like different things and like stopping spam and all this kind of stuff like so like i've built that out and and basically it's just like waiting for the right time i think now like just seeing if there's demand for it seeing what the response is like maybe to this podcast but it, it, i think we also need to get to a certain point where the community feels safe enough to come in and, and actually start interacting with each other so like yeah i think discord is just a timing thing the nft again is a timing thing we're not going to rush that um, we're going to wait till we kind of feel like our audience is comfortable enough and they really want to push for it. Yeah. Um, and like the guys that, and, and girls that listen at home, is it's something that they want to do as well, like because there's no point us launching it if they're not into it. Um, so we're just going to like wait to see what demand's like there and, and obviously just see what happens. I mean, it's something that we do want to get into. Like I'm super passionate about the space, but, you know, I think that's what the crypto show might allow us to do it. Once we get a little bit more deeper into that and the education of our listeners grows, I think that could be something really cool that we dive into. Future, 2022, it's a lot coming. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, we've got massive plans for this. Like, you know, the, the guy, guys and girls at home is like, we're not here to muck around. This isn't mm. a side gig for us. This is everything. Yeah. You know, we're all in, in terms of this podcast, this network, growing this into something that is amazing and and truly passionate about what we stand for as a company. You know, I'm built this based on what I wish I had over the last five years and what I want yeah. over the next 10 years, you know, for, for myself. But 
for you, for for everybody involved, because I have these conversations with people and and I feel like we're in an unprecedented time. You know, it's it's a really weird time at the moment with inflation um, up super high, um, house prices super high, really hard to get into the market, really hard for people our age to build wealth. Yeah. As a system, as a society, not on an individual level, some people prosper and kind of do it and that's fine, but I'm talking systematic. Um, and, and, you know, I feel like there's going to be a big push for um, business and people kind of doing their own thing in mm. the future as well. And so, yeah, it's just like providing a community that people can come to f- to learn about that stuff and, yeah. and also to have fun is something that we're super, super passionate about. So, you know, it's as I said, this isn't just a side gig. This is absolutely everything. And that's why we've put so much into it to date. And that's why we're going to continue to put so much into it and just reinvest into making the experience great, no matter what touch point that's at. Word. Into quick fire. Yeah, cool. So quick fire. This is weird. I'm on the other side of this now, which I'm a little <laughs> bit nervous about. Um, so yeah, and I, and these questions have come from our listeners as well. Yeah. So uh, we put it out on our socials, um, which we'll probably do every inside pivotal, I think. Um, so yeah, I'm a little bit nervous to see what you guys are, are putting t- to me. So let's let's get into Ooh. it. All right. So what's the long term vision for pivotal conversations? I mean, I think it was kind of what we talked about before, right? But the long-term vision is to prov- to create a an experience uh, and a community and a community that young people uh, around the world can actually come to to actually get ahead in life and to learn what about the things that aren't necessarily talked about. Like, you know, we're not really taught too much about business, you know, in the old system and investing, and and you're going to kind of learn to play the game and. There's not much out there that, you know, that allows you to actually learn what it takes to build wealth and build character and get ahead in life. And if it is, a lot of that isn't fun and it's not for young people. It's, you know, probably people that are older talking about how they did it and and that's boring. Like, you know, we <laughs> want to surround ourselves with like-minded people at a young age and go have fun and, and kind of have our cake and eat it too. So I think the long-term vision is just expanding our network and creating those experiences and the content that people can really come to and galvanize the community where they can network and 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 have fun together and do all those things. It's kind of like a mixture of like a music festival and stereo with like the you know <laughs> modern day education through content and and live events and and conferences. Free education. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like like you know, and and whatever happens from here is like we're just going to be relentless in 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 chasing that. Top three pointers for someone starting a podcast. Yeah, this is an interesting one. Um, hmm. I would say like I think video is really important. Like I, you know, I mean, I can only say from experience of what we've done, but I think video and high quality video for us has allowed us to market really well. Um, and I think that's really important. You know, I think also understanding what you stand for and what makes you different and, and the, the type of content and understanding your customer is really important. Um, you know, like I think if you can understand your customer and create content that that customer loves and use the feedback loop of more downloads, more shares, the marketing content to understand your customer even more and then build upon that. Like podcasting is, and this is probably my third tip, it's a long game. Like if yeah. it's a beast, you know, like once you start, you've got to be all in on it because you have to show up every week. You know, you have to put so much into it. You have to find guests, you have to find topics. And it, it's this thing that will build on you. So if you come into it, just looking at it as a side hustle or something that I'll just do, you'll probably get stuck in this thing that doesn't actually bring you any benefit um, and isn't worth actually doing. And, and you see that with a lot of people as they get into it and then it becomes a chore because yeah. it's not the thing that they're mo- actually passionate about or they're not putting everything into it. So, yeah, I just think like, you know, understand your customer, look for quality in terms of not just the, uh, the the quality of the content but the quality of the conversation um, and, you know, make sure that you don't come in just looking to do this as a side hustle, put everything into it and, and do it properly. Great pointers. One piece of advice for your younger self? Wow. Um, I ask this question to everybody. And you do. I've never really thought about it myself but my one piece of advice for 
my young or the young, the one piece of advice for my younger self would be to back myself. You know, I think betting on yourself is the best thing that you can ever do. Um, I think the more people that w- would bet on their self, the more success that would come to them. So, and not enough people do it. And maybe it's because of the world. Maybe it's because of social media. But I think betting on yourself is the best thing you'll ever do because you don't give yourself an out and it's very easy to give yourself an out and fall back into places of comfortability and security and the day that you step outside of that circle is the day you learn so much about yourself you learn who you truly are and you start to become the person that you potentially could become one day the pinnacle the best version of yourself so yeah i think bet on yourself always Nice. Love it. Is that a wrap? That's a wrap. That's the agenda for today. All right, guys. First iteration of Inside Pivotal. Let us know what you think. Give us feedback. Tell us if we were a little bit off the mark. Tell us what you (laughs) loved. Um, You know, that's... That's that's all a part of it. Um, you know, we're, we're probably going to try to do this again within maybe you know maybe once every month, every two months. Just depends if you guys like it. If you don't like it, we can we, you know it'll probably be once every two <laughs> to three. But um, yeah, we're definitely going to try to give you guys a bit more insight into what's going on behind the scenes and and kind of share what's happening. But yeah, we've, I um, mean, we've, we've also been checking um, Spotify Spotify reviews. Um, I check them almost daily. Um, so if you want to leave us a little review there, we're going to aim for a hundred by the end of next month. Yeah. All right. So target, there it is. Um, but yeah, I mean like, you know, as you guys have heard in this episode, like it just means so much to us in terms of it does just subscribing. Like if you enjoy the content, please subscribe. If you want to see more of it, if you want to support the podcast or the network, um, make sure you subscribe, you know, leave us comments in our content. All that stuff really drives us forward. Mm. allows us to kind of continue making content and literally because that's what leads to us getting sponsors and and doing all Mm. that stuff and that's really what we're gunning for because the more we can do that the more sponsors we bring on the more brand partnerships we're not going to do anything that's out of alignment like we've knocked back so many already Mm. SwiftX there was sponsorships that come before that but they weren't at the level that we wanted yeah um and and like the sponsorships we do bring on are only going to benefit you guys and really align so it also means that we can expand into some of these other things that we're trying to do that and we can do that quicker and we can do that now and, and sooner, like events and these kind of things. So the Carlisle. The car, like, <laughs> oi, buck in the Carlisle. We're putting it out into the world. We want Fisher, we want Sparksy, and we want them at the Carlisle. And the more subscribers we it get... Runs, it runs in a circle. The more subscribers Reviews we get... subscribers. We fucking call Fisher out and we tell him he's DJing. Um, and we get it at the Carlisle and that's fucking in the universe now. Um, we're going to make it happen. And, and that's up to all of us as a team. So it, it's full circle, guys. Um, yeah. Thank and, uh, you, guys. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Liv, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. First episode in for Liv. A little bit uncomfortable uh, before she come on, but she absolutely crushed it. So big thanks to you. Uh, and as always, Mardo and the in-house crew, you guys are the, the, the goats um, and appreciate you guys massively. Thank you. We'll see you guys next week uh, on the Startup Podcast. What was that? <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> <laughs>